going on, guys? Um, welcome back to Atrial's Havoc Den. Um, we are doing one more interview today. We're going to be getting Williams two cents. Uh, he's been conducting the interviews, and since we figured it's best that he doesn't talk to himself, we are going to let me be hosting this one. What's going on, William? How's it going? It's nice to not be the interviewer and have all the pressure on me this time. I'm uh, glad you get all the pressure of asking the hard-hitting questions here. So you think being the interviewer has more pressure than being the interviewee? Oh, absolutely, 110. After conducting three of them thus far, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I, I guess I can see what you mean. It probably, because um, it kind of falls on you to have the questions ready to go to be like asking people. Yeah, I mean, and also... Like, so if the like, conversation dies, you look like a jackass. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. So it's pretty much on you to keep it flowing and keep it, like, good and interesting. And on top of that, I feel a lot more comfortable because I'm assuming... I don't know that for a fact, but you may be asking some questions that I've already, like, asked you guys and therefore had my own opinions then thinking about it. So, and if not, I'm sure I'm prepared. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a few new ones, but yeah, I would like to go ahead and start off and, you know, just to uh, get almost come full circle kind of thing, um, ask some similar questions. So, uh, let's start with the influences, man. What you, what you got? I mean, I think, uh, pretty sure I know what a lot of them are, but, uh, let's let, let's let the people know all like three of them, all three of them. <laughs> well, I mean, my favorite band of all time is of course Slipknot. I mean, it always will be. They yeah. have had such an impact on my musical taste for so long that they're hard to beat. Whenever I heard Before I Forget on Guitar Hero 3, that just yeah. it, it hit really hard. And But then the thing was is I didn't really know who they were or had to know about with YouTube. I mean, that wasn't that was barely a thing at the time. Um and uh so really i didn't get into into slipknot for another like year whenever uh like me and christopher have known each other our since we were like 3 or 4 um but he showed me slipknot whenever we were like 10 i think and yeah more than uh, likely yeah and and whenever i saw it was right before Literally, they were. It was it was great timing. He showed me Slipknot and showed me like before forgetting showed me their music videos, which scared the shit out of me. By the way, I was completely terrified. I mean, as a, like a <laughs> a pretty sheltered little kid, they uh, blew yeah. my mind a little bit. And um, but he showed me them, and the music was so good that it made me get over my fear of their masks and everything at the time to listen to them and then all of a sudden psychosocial came out the first single off of dead of uh all hope is gone so good timing yeah uh do you remember what that first music video was was it before i forget yeah it was before i forget and then duality um oh dude duality is a fucking wild one to start out with do du yeah duality is is my second favorite slipknot no actually that's a lot it's my favorite slipknot video it's it's yeah. so good dude the, the, the in hearing the lore behind that video 
made it so much better that they got sued and everything because they they they, they rented that property for the day. And the property owner had no idea that that's what they were going to do. And uh, <laughs> dude, I didn't know that. He's yeah, so he sued <laughs> Roadrunner, I believe, or I don't exactly remember if it was Roadrunner or Slipknot themselves, but I know somebody was sued. But it is what it is, and it, it turned out great, and it was worth the uh, the legal repercussions. Repercussions. Oh, <laughs> easily, dude. That is totally their coolest music video, man. No doubt. I mean, I I listen to that song and watch that music video. 30, 40 times a year, easily. <laughs> what do you think of uh, what do you think of Corey's what you call it uh, volume three mask as compared to the rest of them? I mean, that was the first mask I saw of his, and it plays like a heavy role with like I don't know my my I don't know I, I, in my favorite masks of his, I guess you could say. Yeah. I feel like personally my favorite mask is still the All Hope is Gone mask. Um and but that one is probably my second favorite and then honestly his newest one. Dude is fucking sick. It is sick, but and I think that if this mask had been used during that time, I would probably put it higher, but for nostalgia's sake, those masks rank top. Yeah. It's too early on right now to uh rank the new one any higher but it could easily end up being my favorite like in the future oh yeah for sure and you know moving on uh, moving on a little bit from slipknot here like i mean you know this like bring me the horizon uh has they weren't originally one of my like favorite bands i mean they they definitely became one of my favorite or had one of my favorite albums uh with uh simp eternal coming out in 2013 that was just a damn good year for music. Twenty thirteen really helped, like, put my uh, musical taste like together. I mean, uh, from Death to Destiny came out, which of course I was already a huge Asking Alexandria fan. Wretched and Divine by Black Veil Brides, which is the the only album of theirs. I mean, I liked their stuff before that too. That I, I was heavily into that album, and um, of course, Simp Eternal. And you yeah. know, Bring Me the Horizon has just I loved I've loved all of their albums, truly. Like I know like they get a lot of shit because they change, they try and do new stuff, which in all honesty, I think is really cool and keeps it interesting. If they did the same album if they wrote Simp Eternal four more times now, most people would have stopped listening to them, I'd say. Yeah. And I uh, I think you're right. I think um that they definitely keep their audience engaged, whether they lose old fans or not. They're gaining new ones more rapidly than they're losing old ones for damn sure. Oh yeah, and I I truly believe that they at heart know they're a metal band and they are a metal band, but that doesn't mean they don't enjoy pushing what is the new version of metal, you know? Um, yeah, they, uh, I like the fact that they're keeping, you know, they're kind of keeping it in the limelight a little bit. I'd say they're probably one of the biggest like rock bands in the world right now. Wouldn't you think? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, they have much 
they they they're beating out. They're definitely the number one most listened to uh, like metal band in terms of like Spotify numbers right now. I mean, they they beat out Slipknot and stuff like that. Like, I don't know about stuff like Metallica, uh, but when it comes to like younger metal bands, yeah, like newer uh, stuff, yeah. And of course, I mean, we can get to my last real influence, which you know is Asking Alexandria. And uh, you can once again thank old Christopher for that. He posted another bottle down on Facebook whenever we were little. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, we were like little. We were like 14. And uh, I heard it there. And I just fell in love with that that album. And, um, you know, really, I still really enjoy Asking Alexandria. I do. And of course, we owe a lot. I personally owe a lot to Ben from asking because I mean I, he's he's done a lot of stuff for me, literally personally, which is insane for my teenage brain to think. Um, we can thank him for us really getting this this deal with Blood Blast and everything, um, and which that'll be a whole nother story in of itself eventually, but. Uh, yeah, and that, that played a huge influence in, you know, not only what I listened to, but, like, even sense of style-wise, like, I was like, I mean, they uh, they played, uh, I mean, that, that's who I thought of as rock stars and what a rock star should look like, you know, for my Yeah, they were definitely that band for our generation, for sure. Um, you know, because, you know, us coming up and the early 2010s basically i mean they were the cool fucking rock band and those were the best years of asking alexandria yeah yeah i'm sure they wouldn't like to hear that but for our sake and our nostalgia sake and when we were growing up it just hit so perfectly yeah and yeah it's a good point i'm sure they are fucking sick of hearing that but I mean, everybody gets older i mean they there's no way, like, it would be embarrassing if they were still making stuff, like, off of Reckless and Relentless, you know? If they, not even, imagine they come out with fucking Stand Up and Scream, bro. It would be, it would be cringy, you know? They're, yeah. they're doing what they're supposed to do right now, in my opinion. Um, of course, you know, we want them to do more screaming stuff, at least, but... It's still good music. I mean, you can't deny their talent in any way. Alone in a Room, definitely in my top... I put it in my top five asking songs now. Yeah, I mean... Not, not alone, self- in, alone in a Room is in my top five, but uh, Alone Again. <laughs> There's two Alones. Alone Again is in my top five, which is off their newest album. I mean, honestly, you could put either one of them in your top five. They're both incredible. Yeah, I was about to say, they both are in my top five, and they are from the newest, you know, in the last five years, the newest version of Asking. (sighs) Yeah, if they uh, alone again blew me the fuck away, dude. It's so, like, it's such a good piece of music. Like, just, it's well just thought out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And 
they uh they never fail to have like a really big chorus in their songs and um Danny's voice adds a lot to that and it's nice to actually hear some uh it's nice to hear those heavy riffs coming from Ben and we got a fucking guitar solo too that was wild it's a wicked guitar solo too yeah but um moving on um actually kind of going off of that what do you think life would be like if you hadn't been you know so acquainted with Ben Bruce and asking Alexandria and having the opportunities that you had what do you, do you think that musically that your life would be the same that's an interesting question that's a that's a good question i think that I probably wouldn't be quite as motivated. I would be motivated. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like I wouldn't... Personally, I don't know if I would have kept going with the music industry stuff. In college, at least. I probably would have continued... I mean, maybe. Atrial, I still feel like would have happened. I do. I oh, it definitely have, would have. There's it, no doubt about that. Yeah. But I think the reason I say that is because it felt like, you know, all of a sudden, the first thing I ever, you know, really do in in the music industry, okay, well, I take that back. I got the chance to, you know, work the Carolina Rebellion the first year and stuff like that before this, which was so insane. That may have done it right there. So I don't know. But definitely that shit that happened where Ben Bruce let me come and, you know, work for the day at Warp Tour for his label and then getting to meet them was just like, holy shit, like this is real life and this was that easy. You know, all it takes is just a little bit of effort. And, you know, it, not not the saying not saying that you know, it doesn't take hardly any effort, but to say that I got lucky with that so early on, it was heavily motivating and it felt like I was in the right direction, if anything. It definitely made things seem less impossible. You know, it made things seem attainable. Like even if I didn't even do that and the fact that you did it made it seem like it's like, that's kind of crazy that he's even able to. Yeah. And I feel like that gave us as a whole, some, uh, some, some motivation, you know, I mean, we didn't do anything for another three years in terms of atrial, but you know, we were figuring things out. And, uh, I feel like if, if we had been closer in terms of like literal distance and maybe we also didn't meet Matthew for, for another year in terms of like, I was, yeah, I didn't meet Matthew until the following year of college. Cause he's a year after us. Um, I, I don't know. I, it's, it, it was just, it, it's all right place, right time. It's yeah, that uh, great. that time it took us to uh, finally find a lead singer was brutal, dude. And it's kind of wild, you know. Like, if there's anything I've I've learned is that like with Matthew, 
you know, whenever we started and everything, he hadn't really done much metal singing or anything like that. And honestly, we put a lot of weight on him <laughs> and uh, a lot of pressure. But the dude is an undeniable now. Yeah, he's uh, he's come an incredibly long way um, as far as metal vocals are concerned. He went from not really doing even raspy vocals to now doing gutturals lower than the depths of fucking hell. Yeah, and it's, like, it's it, great. It's crazy the how much things have changed. Not all, I mean, hell, not only for him in the past several years for all of us. I mean, for God's sakes. Christopher has been playing drums for us for the past, what, how long, year, a little over a year? Two years now. Are you serious? I mean, the last show he did with us was, uh, on bass, was the, uh, what was it, the New Brooklyn Uh, show, right after the Holiday Havoc show at Livewire in 2019? Yeah, that's true, because one of those years didn't happen, basically. Yeah, we completely lose track of 2020. I ain't lying, but yeah, that's uh, that's crazy how much things have changed. And yeah. good God, listening back to the first couple songs we put out as opposed to the songs we're about to put out. I, I mean, mean, the thing is, is we've gone through or <laughs> we still are to an extent, but it's much it's being honed in much more heavily now we went through the growing pain pr- pains you know the first oh, year yeah. really absolutely but it was necessary it was necessary to get to where we are now the truth is is i can't dude i cannot like stress this enough the best thing that we did was just go ahead and just get something out even if it's shit even if it's not that great just get something out and just therefore you are now something. Yeah, I can agree with that. We uh a lot of bands tend to get very caught up in things that don't even matter. They just need to get out there and start doing shit. Yeah, just and starting is that's the what hardest we did. part. It definitely paid off. But um I have another question for I just thought of it actually. Um so you've been living in Nashville for how long right now? Coming up on we just, a year almost? In April it'll be a year. I, it's it's been 9 months. Okay. Well, in the past couple months, you know, you you Zeb and Blake have been living in Nashville. What has ha, what has changed you about that? Like, how much different do you feel as a musician living in Nashville as opposed to living in bumfuck South Carolina? Well, I'm not going to lie to you. Whenever I was first here, um, I was a lot more motivated. And I still am. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm still motivated. But, I mean, personally, just... And, and it's not just me. I mean, me, Zeb, and, and Blake have talked about this. There's just... It it's intimidating, you know. It's intimidating to just go out and do stuff, and 
you never i mean networking here is super easy dude it's such a real thing that you'll just go and mute a musician who is just playing at a bar you'll talk to him for five minutes you they all of a sudden you know hey what's your instagram we trade that and then they'll hey we should collab we should we should talk we should uh, hang out we should do this and that and it sounds good but it's like i don't really want to and it's a little intimidating in the fact of like you don't know who to really trust and who to who who's faking it right now. I mean, everybody kind of has to fake it till they make it to an extent, but like people will say, "Oh yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that," and they might be, but they're framing it in a way that it's much bigger than it is. And I know I'm kind of like rambling, but the point I'm getting to is that it's <coughs> One second, I'm choking to death. <coughs> Swallow you alive? Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm getting to is uh, being here. If you go after it, you will absolutely get contacts, and you will like. I mean, look at Zeb, who's been here. He's already done gigs where they flew him out and flew him back and st- and paid him money on top of it. There's opportunity, but there's also a lot of like crap here to kind of dig through. And, you know, it's overwhelming. And to be honest with you, everything is so damn expensive. And oh, yeah. it's, it makes things a little bit difficult in that aspect. And just going out, I mean, go to downtown Nashville, you know, to just park, it's $15. And then it's like, you know, you go out for two hours and you need $30 to park. You know, it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's, it's hard, but it's going to be worth it. And I think personally for me, you know, I've had to go back and forth to South Carolina a lot, you know, this past nine months. And that's made it a little bit difficult on me. And it's not going back for the band stuff. That's the difficult part that I'll do anytime. It's, you know, the the other stuff. It's the having to go back because my truck is messed up. Because, you know, all just different family stuff. And I get stuck there. And I don't know, man. I also just getting caught up with girls way too much. It's gnarly. It It takes away from my actual goal here. I feel like I get distracted too easily up here. Well, do you think... Uh, I got some... That's a little bit too personal, I guess, but fuck it. I mean, just... Uh, it, I, I know what I have to do, and it's just getting out of this, like, headspace where I'm at currently, which I'm getting out of it. I'm, it's just being able to push forward and get my traction. I got you. I don't know if I answered your question at all. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, that's, hey, it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, is are there any is there anything whatsoever that you think is better about living in South Carolina as opposed to Nashville? Just having more cont- or more like friends and family around. That's it. Uh, like you know. Up here, everybody's new. 
I'm very thankful I have Zeb and Blake. And, you know, we're having to be be our each other's family right now, really, and be there for each other. And that's cool, but, you know, it's, it is a weird thing of making, just making, norm, like, friends, you know, whenever you're an adult, you know? It kind of sounds strange. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's a, yeah, little, it's a weird. little weird. So that is You're definitely gonna, the easy part about living in South Carolina. Yeah, it's hard to go up to a random dude at the bar and just be like, hey, man, you want to go have some bro time at the bar? Well, I mean, being a musician, it's definitely easier for us, you know, in terms of like, oh, you need, you know, you see a guitarist shredding or something like that, and you start talking to him about, you know, his guitar and talking about music in general. It's easier to kind of get to know people that way. But just overall, it's just intimidating to just go up to new people, period, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, especially, I don't like, it, it's not that you're not a sociable person or by any means, but it's like you're somewhat introverted, I guess. I'm I'm not afraid to be extroverted. I mean, for me personally, yeah. uh, like, I'm not afraid to go out and do things uh, at all. Just for some reason... It's easier for me to talk to other new people whenever I have people I already know around. Yeah. Take some of the pressure off. Yeah. Because if the, if the conversation absolutely dies, you can count on like the third party to pick it up, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's not even that. It's just, I don't know. It's just what it is what it is. That's just, I don't know. We digging deep here. Um, I mean, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> if he if the, to listen be... to this, like, it'll be uh, it'll be a little bit surprising, but you know, cheers. Hey, I mean, they've heard about fucking music a million times. This is actually kind of interesting. Yeah, you know, it's different. Yeah. Um, that being said, speaking of Nashville, Tennessee, is there? I'm sure you've like looked at bands coming through there. I'm sure you've looked at venues that you would like to play. Where where would you like to play in Nashville, actually? Like what's your number one place you'd like to go play? It's not at all impossible. The most realistic place is the end. Um yeah, that's very true. It, it's just where a lot of bands we listen to come through and play. Like it's a really good, solid like you know, touring band venue and they host a lot of rock and metal and all other types of stuff. They're not really a country, uh, uh, country label, country bar, like 99% of the bars here. They're a, or venue, they're actual venue. They're, they're mostly rock and metal venue, which is cool. But I'd say they're, that's definitely my number one spot. And hopefully soon enough we'll be able to get in there and open for somebody. Yeah, um, you know, there's a... Uh, I've been in contact with the booking agency that books there a good bit. And, you know, they are... Uh, looks like there's, it's very possible for us to get on, but they, uh, I've yet to find a bill that doesn't fill up, like, immediately. I know, we got to go book, like, uh, a whole year out basically 
like I look at that place's booking schedule literally every day to make sure I'm the first person to ask about a show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's end on one more question. I think we might have touched on it in, in the band podcast, but what is the wildest dream? What is your biggest thing that you hope to happen? It can be as fucking crazy as you want it to be. Well, the band podcast is definitely coming out after this one. So I'll go ahead and spoil mine a little bit what I said there. But I want to headline the festivals that I watched growing up, like Download or Rock Am Ring. I guess you call it that. Rock Am Ring, Rock Am Ring. I don't know how they say it. Whatever the fuck it is. We know what you mean. Yeah. I would love to... The wildest dream is to headline those. The the slightly less wild but still wild dream is to play those. Period. You know, and just the roar of that huge crowd. And I mean, I would love to one day play these American festivals, which I think, you know, within the next year are going to be completely doable for us to play at least the smaller stages. I mean, who knows? We just got to keep at it. But I think playing something like, uh, geez, I forgot the name of most of these festivals. I mean, Carolina Rebellion is no longer a thing. It turned into uh, another festival that's no longer around. (laughs) (laughs) Man, they blew that one real quick. Yeah, they did. They, um, Either way, you know what I'm talking about. A lot of these American rock festivals would be sick. What what was the one... uh, What's that one in Ohio? Uh, Rock on the Range. Rock on the Range. That's it. That's like one of the bigger ones. Um, yeah. But there's a lot, dude. I, I just want to play with other truly like, uh, what's it called? Uh, legit bands. That's just all. It's, I mean, uh, our bands are legit, but I'm talking about bands that have like real followings that we grew up listening to. Yeah. And I, I mean be, I think that uh I don't know, that dream's there and it's gonna happen. I believe so as well. Um well I'm out of questions. Do you have anything else you wanna add? I don't know, but I'm a little bit nervous on what the hell I've said here in this thing. No, I don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Hey, if nothing else, it's engagement. If people message us, be like being worried about you or something. I mean, <laughs> oh no, nobody should be worried about me. I'm good to go. It's just more of like there's the the biggest thing is just there's so many distractions and there's so much other stuff going on that it's hard to like. It feels like there's nothing going on and so much going on at the same time, and it's weird how right time you go to try and do something everything in the world gets put on you you know it's weird oh yeah yeah i get that it's uh it's kind of tough to put the blinders on and just focus on one thing you know yeah it is and uh i don't know i'll get better about that and we have a lot of stuff coming i mean i don't know if we have announced it i don't know but uh february 4th we have a single coming out handle me with hate um so definitely be looking out for it we're gonna have a music video prayerfully um we're releasing it with a a a company called blood blast which is really cool um 
and what else should we shout out our discord definitely get in the discord and engage if you're here we got to get better at that it's been a rough couple weeks getting sick and everything but we're gonna get back into the swing of things here and you know also like follow us on socials and stick around all right before we go i'm gonna i found this bubble wrap i'm gonna pop some do it There we go. Could you hear that? Do more. Okay, hold on. Let me turn up my gain a little bit. ASMR the shit. Yeah. Ooh, How was that? That was satisfying. That was good. That's a good ah, Yeah, a good we'll end on that. Trigger. <laughs> oh, God. We need to do All some right. natural ASMR. Oh, that's a great idea. Dude, Christopher has a whole idea for an ASMR channel just about dude stuff, like where he'll just shit into the microphone or something. Yeah, crack a beer can into the... Hey, <laughs> right, dude, that, that's a great idea. That's a million views overnight idea. You can hear the lawnmower in the background <laughs> going. <laughs> Why the fuck are we not doing that? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let that be his thing. He, he'll be much better at it than me. <laughs> uh, are, are we still recording right now yeah we're still recording we haven't said bye oh okay alright bye guys thanks for listening later thanks.